T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. FAA grounding flights across the country. Computer glitch. We have the story. President Biden facing questions about classified documents. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney Price. The city of Wichita has entered stage one of its drought response plan. What that means for businesses and residents alike is ahead. The Kansas State of the State address has been postponed due to COVID. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holiday. We have a storm system currently in the western part of the country that will quickly move through late tonight and tomorrow, bringing us at least a slight chance of rain and colder temperatures by Thursday. Our complete forecast on the way in just a few minutes. The Federal Aviation Administration suffering a nationwide technical outage resulting in the hundreds of canceled flights this morning, as many as 3,700 or more. The outage comes as a result of a failure of the FAA's Notice to Air Mission System, which alerts pilots and other personnel about airborne issues and other delays at airports across the country. The FAA pausing all flights until uh, 8 o'clock this morning about this time. However, uh, a few minutes ago, some flights were already moving out of several airports across the country, including New York and Atlanta, Newark and yeah. Atlanta. And but still, cancellations are going up and up and up because yeah. everything's backed up. Everything's now. backed up so, now. Yeah. Oh. Kansas Governor Laura Kelly postponed her annual State of the State address after testing positive for COVID-19. The announcement from Topeka says she tested positive after taking part in an inaugural ball Sunday night, her swearing in for a second term as governor, an inaugural address on Monday, and a news conference Tuesday morning at the State House. The State of the State address had been scheduled for this evening during a joint session of the House and Senate in the House chamber. The speech now is set for January 24th. However, her staff still plans to release her budget recommendations Thursday as planned. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. President Biden says he's surprised to learn that there were potentially classified documents found in one of his former offices. President Biden told reporters he doesn't know what's in the documents found at his old office at the Penn Biden Center think tank. He also said his lawyers have sent them where they belong. They've turned over the boxes to the archives, and we're cooperating fully, cooperating fully 
with the review. But in light of former President Trump and the probe of documents found at his estate, Speaker Kevin McCarthy tells Fox's Hannity the president's behaving like a hypocrite. They think the law doesn't apply to them. They think they write their own. And that's what infuriates the American public. House Republicans are asking U.S. intel for a damage assessment on those documents. In Washington, Jill Nato, Fox News. Many areas in California are seeing heavy rainfall and floods from a series of storms over the past few days. Fox's Marianne Rafferty reports. Over 300 reports of flooding coming into various National Weather Service offices across the state. Heavy rains have drenched much of the state, with Santa Barbara and Ventura counties hit especially hard as they saw over 15 inches of rain in higher elevations. Several rivers have reported record high water levels. The National Weather Service in Los Angeles calling this the most impressive storm to strike the area in nearly 20 years. California Governor Gavin Newsom's office said the series of powerful storms has claimed the lives of at least 17 people, which is more than wildfires over the past two years combined. President Biden issued an emergency declaration Monday to help support responses and relief efforts. The city of Wichita now in the first stage of its drought response plan. The city has four stages of drought response dependent on the conservation pool level at Cheney Lake. Stage one of the plan is met when the 12-month moving average of the lake level reaches 89%. The city is implementing conservation measures in its own operations and is asking residents to do the same. Beginning Wednesday, Wichita's 2023 water rebate program becomes active with a total of $150,000 in rebates available. Penny Feist with the city says that since 2013, over $1.5 million in rebates have been approved for more than 15,000 water-saving units. Since 2013, we estimate that the rebate program alone has saved more than 466 million gallons of water cumulatively. If you purchase or install an approved water-efficient device or appliance like a new washing machine, you can receive a one-time credit of $100 on your water bill. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Police in Russell have apprehended a man suspected of shooting and killing another man. The 47-year-old suspect apprehended without incident at his residence Tuesday. Monday afternoon, officers found 45-year-old Cecil Aldridge of Russell with a gunshot wound. He was flown to a Wichita hospital where he died Tuesday. The Pentagon formally dropping its COVID vaccine mandate for troops. In a memo about the Pentagon rolling back its COVID-19 vaccine requirement for military members, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says mandates for other vaccines will remain in place. Explaining commanders have the authority to consider the immunization status of personnel in making deployment, assignment and other operational decisions. He adds the department will continue to promote and encourage COVID-19 vaccination for all service members, saying it enhances operational readiness and protects the force. Austin has been a vocal supporter of the mandate introduced in 2021, Congress agreeing to rescind it as part of a military policy measure, with top Republicans arguing it was federal overreach by the Biden administration. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8.05, five minutes past 8 o'clock. We'll be taking a look at sports, where Kansas and Kansas State had men's basketball action last night. Talk about that coming up in just a few minutes. Another Kansas town issuing a boil water advisory. That story and more coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. 8.08 now. Eight minutes past 8 o'clock. 
The town of Sharon, west of Harper, urging is under a boil watery advisory. It's one of several advisories that have been issued since the beginning of the new year. According to the Kansas Department of Health and Environment, weather-related problems have caused most of the advisories to be issued. KDHE Water Bureau Chief Kathy Tucker Vogel says infrastructure can also lead to advisories, but she says more funding should help fix aging systems. The federal funding that we have in place can be used for water line replacement projects, and we do have a lot of those. Um, on our project list right now. And so that will be replacing the older aging pipe, pipe and distribution system infrastructure and utilities. Kansas farmers are facing a lot of uncertainty because of drought conditions. Farm manager Aaron Lang in Conway Springs says the first couple of inches of topsoil is moist, but you go any deeper than that, it's dry. We double cropped uh, soybeans back in and the soybeans got about four or six inches tall, and uh, just they died because of the lack of moisture. Some area farmers are already selling their cattle. Others looking for ways to save as fuel prices and the cost of fertilizer and chemicals are still rising. Experts warn that without rainfall, spring crops could be adversely impacted. A couple of new congressional committees are approved by the House of Representatives. House Republicans relied on GOP votes only to approve a new select subcommittee intended to investigate alleged abuse of school choice and anti-abortion activists by the federal government. We just wanted to stop and we want to respect the First Amendment to the Constitution. Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan is likely to lead the panel that Democrats warn will undermine law enforcement and anti-terror agencies. Democrats did largely join Republicans to set up a second panel, a select committee to focus on the U.S. competition with the Chinese Communist Party. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. KNSS News Time, uh, 8.10 now, 8.10, 10 minutes past 8 o'clock. Traffic this morning, uh, we've got uh, a stalled-out vehicle, northbound I-135. It's right there at the ramp from K-96. Watch for a slowdown there. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a mostly cloudy sky across Wichita and south-central Kansas, temperatures will run a little bit cooler today, but still well above average for this time in January. Our high this afternoon, 56. Some rain may develop here this evening, turning windy and colder overnight. Tarlow near 30, then sunny and 40 tomorrow. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now we have a clear sky, 35 degrees, and a west wind at 3 miles per hour. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And if you've been listening this morning, uh, we've had a, a major problem with flight delays around the country. The FAA uh, had everybody stop for a while there, thousands of flights. Fox News Radio's Tanya J. Powers is with us from New York this morning. Tell us a little bit about about what's going on. Good morning, Tanya. Some of the flights are starting now, huh? Yeah, they have now lifted that uh, ground stop, actually, um, across the U.S., so that's, that's really good. There have been, like you said, thousands of delays, hundreds of cancellations of flights this morning. Uh, the, FAA, the FAA had ordered uh, all of the departing flights grounded for a uh, maybe a little less than a couple of hours this morning is how long that, that lasted. And just before nine o'clock Eastern, they, um, you know, they said, okay, the, you know, everybody can can start going back now. Uh, they had already started resuming at Newark Liberty International Airport as well as Atlanta's Hartsfield. 
uh, Jackson Airport. So that's good news. As far as what happened, there was a failure of the notice to air mission system this morning or overnight sometime. And that is the system that is uh, an advisory system. It notifies pilots about things that could affect their flight, like a closed runway or weather hazard or something like that. Uh, it, it's, you know, plays a role in the safety of, you know, the flight because it gives pilots information that they need. Somewhat like a GPS, but uh, with more info, huh? Hello? Yeah, I think that's a real, that's actually a really good way to put that. <laughs> I've been kind of struggling to, to put it in terms where it could, you know, most of us who are not pilots yeah. could understand. That's a really good way of putting that, actually, yeah. Well, so a computer glitch, right? Uh, what do you think they did? Did you just go in there and reboot the server, or what do you think? <laughs> I don't know if it was as simple as, hey, did you unplug it yeah. uh, or, yeah. or not. Yeah. I, I kind of I doubt it was, it was quite that simple. Uh, I'm sure you have a lot of folks uh, where where you are in Wichita. I know the aviation industry has has a lot of ties there. Uh, there are probably a lot of people listening who know way more about this than I do. Uh, but it, it it's you know something that they obviously needed, and thankfully were able to get uh, restored and back online pretty quickly. There were you know not just domestic flights that were affected by this. There were also some international ones too. Um, there were, you know, people sitting on runways and waiting. There were lots of tweets this morning, a lot of social media posts from people like, I'm still on a plane and we can't go anywhere. Well, obviously, this computer system we're talking about, however, does share information that the, the pilots and the, and the controllers all think is, is crucial for them to fly. Or, they, you know, they, they, wouldn't even, they wouldn't even let them off the ground this morning. So it, it points out, mm -hmm. I guess, uh, anything can happen, especially when you combine Bad weather with crowded air airlines and schedules. Whoa, anything can happen on the on when you're going to yeah. go to fly, taking a flight this year, this today. That's true. That's true, and I'm sure it probably have the domino effect of maybe you know uh, they're trying to get back on the schedule. Yeah, uh, to make sure everybody's you know because anytime you have delayed or canceled flights, it's always going to kind of affect the ones after it. So you know, I'm sure mm -hmm. the airlines will be working to solve those problems. Yeah, too. that's what what we're hearing right now is yes. Uh, the cancellations and the backups are going to be something else for the rest of the day. So, Tanya, uh, thank you for your time and your expertise this morning. We appreciate it. Fox News Radio's Tanya J. Powers on the flight delays. Huh? Never seen anything quite like that. The drowning all the flights, at least the uh, uh, the flights going out. 8.15 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Uh, so, Ted, when's, the next, when's your next uh, PA announcing chore at uh, Shocker Basketball? That will be Saturday afternoon. We are taking on mm, mm, <laughs> one of those Florida teams. <laughs> it may be. <laughs> it, it, uh, yeah, to well. be honest, I haven't looked at okay. it. That's uh, the Shockers playing though on Saturday. Shockers afternoon. will be at home at Coke Arena on Saturday afternoon. You got a story here about M and M's. You know the little candy, making a statement with its latest candy pack, which features an all-female set of characters including Purple, its newest edition. Okay. I'm bringing you up to date on M&M News here this Thank morning. Thank you. Candy maker Mars announcing that the limited edition all-female pack will include only purple, brown, and green. The candy's trio of female characters who are upside down on the package to, quote, celebrate women everywhere who are flipping the status quo. Packs are currently on sale if you want to buy one. Purple, the spokes candy announced last year, uh is a purple peanut M&M. According to the brand, she is a singer who forgoes high heels for lace boots and is has a quirky, confident personality 
This is the silliest thing I've ever seen, but mm-hmm. I had to, because yeah, of its silliness. Much is. Because of its silliness, I had to share it this morning. This is for M&M's, for Pete's sake. But you've got these spokespeople. Somebody, somebody in marketing is working overtime. At Couldn't M&M's. care less. Yeah. I just want just get M&M's little, in my hand, and they taste yeah. good. Great Are great. they still chocolate with a thin candy yeah. shell? Yeah. If the answer is yes, then, then good. What? The rest of it, who cares? <laughs> Somebody back at Mars is making a lot of money coming up with this kind of stuff. I guess. They got me to talk yeah. about it, but, you know, I'm, I'm pretty Exactly. Easy. If it's a silly story, I'm probably going to share it, right? By the way, the Shocks are playing Tulsa, Tulsa. Saturday afternoon yeah, well, at Coke Arena. There you go. 8.18 now, Stephen Ted in the morning. Make it 8.17, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It is sports time with Ted Woodward. Ted, take it away. Yeah, we had uh, college men's basketball action last night in the Big 12 on Super Tuesday. Kansas and Kansas State, both with home games. We'll start out with the Jayhawks, ranked number two in the nation. Kansas hosting Oklahoma. This one was kind of interesting. Oklahoma had a 10-point lead with five minutes to go. At one point, the Jayhawks went 12 minutes without a bucket. But the last five minutes are where things really uh, mattered. KU suddenly got hot. Oklahoma only made one basket in the final five minutes of the game. You heard the action last night on 97.5 and 1240 KFA. Down the sideline, up to Wilson. Not today, Sooner fans. For one more year, the streak continues. You can rock. Chalk it up. The Jayhawks win 22 in a row over OU here in the fall. I mean, talk about a game of runs. Kansas with that awful run of not making a field goal for over 12 minutes. But then at the end, man, how good were they on defense and offense? Made their free throws, made big shots. Jay Will with that three, but you got to love the toughness of this team. 11,000, 16,000 on hand at the game last night in Lawrence. Sophomore forward for the Jayhawks, K.J. Adams Jr. with a career-high 22 points. As Jayhawks come back and win it. And Oklahoma hasn't won a game in Lawrence in 30 years. Jayhawks are now 15-1 on the season, off to a 4-0 start in the conference, a nine-game winning streak, and KU has won 15 straight home games. All right, let's go over to Manhattan last night, 11th-ranked Kansas State hosting Oklahoma State. Of course, Kansas State's been scoring tons of points lately, but Oklahoma State's got a very, very good defense. Of course, the Shockers got an eye full of that about a month ago. K-State, Oklahoma State, and... It was close, but Kansas State came through down the stretch. A 9-2 run in the final three minutes. And K-State defeats the Cowboys 65-57. After the game, comments from K-State head coach Jerome Tang. It was like, what, 16-0 second chance points? I mean, I don't know how many blocks they had, but it felt like they blocked everything. And so, and their pace of play is slow, so... Um, you know, we didn't get to play free and up and down the floor, and so our guys had to adjust. And they did. It was a win. Senior Marquise Noel had 20 points and 7 assists for the Wildcats. Kansas State is now 15-1 and one on the season. Still their best start in 64 years. Wildcats are on a 9-game winning streak, and they're unbeaten on home court. 9-0 and in Manhattan. Good stuff for K-State and Kansas, both getting wins last night. College women's basketball tonight. Wichita State is on the road. The Shocker ladies are in New Orleans, taking on Tulane this evening. Shocker women are coming off back-to-back losses. Want to get back in that win column. Steve Strain has live coverage of the Shocker ladies at 5.45 p.m. Listen live over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. We have college basketball here in town tonight. Friends University hosting McPherson. 
The women up first at 6 o'clock. The men's game afterwards. The friends' women are in third place in the conference. They're coming off back-to-back wins. They're 11-5 and five on the season. Pro basketball in the NBA last night in Toronto. The Raptors beat the Charlotte Hornets 132-120. to Starting at guard for the Raptors, former Wichita State shocker Fred Van Vliet. 11 points, 8 assists, 7 rebounds. Fred is in the top 20 in the NBA in assists, and he got 8 more last night. Back-to-back wins for the Raptors. At the halfway mark of the season, Toronto is one game behind for a playoff spot. And happy birthday today to a former Wichita baseball player, Lloyd McClendon, 64 today. He played for the final AAA Wichita Arrows in 1984, hit 296 for the Arrows. Good, uh, good player. Ended up playing eight years in the big leagues, including five years with Pittsburgh Pirates. And then uh, Lloyd spent ten years as a major league manager, including five years with the Pirates. And a little other stat about Lloyd McClendon. He played on three playoff teams. One for the Cubs, a couple for the Pirates. Lloyd McClendon hit 625 in the postseason. Really? For his career. When it counted. When it counted in the playoffs, man. Lloyd man. McClendon was just hitting it all over the park. Fire. Yeah. Good player. And he played for the 1984 Wichita Arrows on the infield. Lloyd McClendon, it's his birthday. He's 64 today. That's sports with Stephen Ted. 821 now. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Considering a ban on gas stoves. It's coming up, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Mike Hoheisel from District 3 was unanimously approved at Tuesday's meeting. He replaces Councilmember Becky Tuttle, who served in the role in 2022. The council also approved a design agreement contract worth just over $530,000 that will study, design, and implement improvements to Clapp Park in southeast Wichita. New bridges, an inclusive playground, and a dog park are a few of the enhancements planned for the former golf course. The budget for this year's work totals over $3.1 million. Finally, the city approved an approximately $20,000 agreement with Safe Streets Wichita to purchase naloxone kits to help curb overdose deaths from opioids and fentanyl use. Rodney Price, KNSS News. An arrest has been made in the fatal shooting of a Kansas football player on New Year's Day. The shooting occurred in Midtown, Oklahoma City, following a fight a fight at a lounge, which led to several people being kicked out. Five people, including bystanders, were hit by rounds. 22-year-old Daniel Howard, an Oklahoma native and student at Fort Hayes State here in Kansas, suffered fatal injuries. Suspect has been arrested on suspicion of first-degree murder. 
The senior, junior, senior high school in Wilson in North Central Kansas will be closing at the end of the school year. The district said Monday night that uh, voted Monday night, that is, after a motion to consolidate was made this past April. School officials say the decision was made to save money. Beginning the next school year, students will be bused to Central Plains in Claflin. But Interim Superintendent Bill Lowry says there is not a plan yet for the school employees. Well, I think it's a hard decision for the board. There's a lot of people. I think they have determined that it financially for a long-term goal to make sure the district can stay viable. Students also have the option of applying to school dis- schools outside the district. The U.S. House has voted to approve the Family and Small Business Taxpayer Protection Act. It's a bill that would rescind legislation approved last year, providing the Internal Revenue Service with $80 billion of funding over 10 years. The legislation passed the House by a vote of 221 to 210. Kansas Congressman Ron Estes voted in favor of the bill. The Kansans I represent need relief from high gas prices and rampant inflation caused by the current administration and one-party rule. My constituents don't need a supercharged IRS that will investigate their transaction between friends and sick 87,000 new agents on them. You can hear his complete remarks in the news story on our webpage at knssradio.com. The bill now heads to the Senate. Gun rights groups are promising to fight a proposed semi-automatic weapons ban in Illinois. After that, state Senate advanced the legislation. The National Rifle Association and other Second Amendment rights groups are promising strong legal action against the Protect Illinois Communities Act that heads back to the State House for reconciliation before going to Governor J.B. Pritzker that would ban nearly 100 different types of semi-automatic rifles, shotguns, and pistols, high-capacity magazines, and prohibits most people under 21 from being able to buy a gun or ammo. Democrats who championed the measure say that gun violence is an epidemic that Demands action. Republicans say the bill does nothing to stop crimes involving illegal guns and would make law-abiding gun owners felons. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Gun rights groups have defeated various Illinois gun control policies over the years that were ruled unconstitutional. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Looks like we have one more nice day before a strong storm system makes its way into the central plains by tonight ushering in much colder temperatures by tomorrow and Friday. It'll be cloudy today with a high 56 later on this afternoon. Areas of rain develop late tonight, are low in the low 30s, then windy on Thursday with a high near 40. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. And a clear sky now, 35 degrees. We have a west wind at 3 miles per hour. 835, Stephen Ted of the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS at that time of the day. Entertainment use the blur with Ted Woodward. Ted. Mike Hill, a frequent Ron Howard collaborator and award-winning film editor, has passed. Oscar-winning film editor Mike Hill has died. He was 73 years old. A family spokesperson revealing he passed away last week at his home in Omaha, Nebraska from lung disease. Hill worked on nearly two dozen consecutive Ron Howard films, winning an Oscar for Apollo 13. Hill and his editing partner Dan Hanley also received Oscar nominations for A Beautiful Mind, Cinderella Man, and Frost Nixon. Howard issuing a statement saying Mike was a remarkable and dedicated collaborator on our 22 movies, but an even more valued friend. Some of Hill's other credits include Splash, Cocoon, Willow, Backdraft, and The Da Vinci Code. He is survived by his wife, daughter, and son-in-law. Lauren Faulkner, Fox News. 
The Golden Globes were back last night, returning with some crowd-cheering moments. The Golden Globes celebrated two Hollywood legends during the 80th annual event on NBC, with Ryan Murphy accepting the Carol Burnett Award, while Eddie Murphy received the Cecil B. DeMille Award. He shared advice for those seeking the limelight, which included paying your taxes, minding your business. And keep Will Smith's wife's name. Sean Penn introduced Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky for a sobering moment, while Jennifer Coolidge thanked the White Lotus creator Mike White in her acceptance speech. You sort of changed my life in a million different ways, and my neighbors are speaking to me, things like that. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Let's see what's going on in the world of gaming. Fox Bits. Your insider's cheat code to gaming. I'm Eamon Dignam. Electronic Arts is removing the CPR celebration from its perennial hit football game, Madden NFL 23. After Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin collapsed after a cardiac arrest on the field. The Week 17 game against the Cincinnati Bengals was canceled mid-game after Hamlin made a tackle on Bengals receiver T. Higgins and just fell over. The end zone emote was used as a taunt over opponents and has been criticized since the Hamlin incident. Samsung announcing a curved monitor at the Consumer Electronics Show last week that will seriously make you think about expanding your current home office space. A 57-inch 8K beast that will be crystal clear for beautiful visuals and more insight into gaming worlds. And Razer and Android teaming up to create The Edge, another portable gaming PC to compete with Valve's popular handheld Steam Deck. This device that will have an optional 5G mobile or Wi-Fi connection has been announced for release later this month. That's Fox Bits for Fox News. Let's see what's going on in country music. I'm Kristen Goodwin. Cheryl Crow, Tyler Childers, Kit Moore, Molly Tuttle, Morgan Wade, and Charlie Crockett are among the country stars set to perform at this year's Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival. Organizers unveiling the lineup, which runs June 15th through the 18th in Manchester, Tennessee. Kendrick Lamar, Paramore, Lil Nas X, and the Foo Fighters also set to perform. Country music trio The Chicks have booked an extended stay in Las Vegas. You're such a Announcing their first ever concert residency called The Chicks Six Nights in Vegas. It kicks off in May at the Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood Resort and Casino. In a statement, the group says, we hope our fans are ready for more in 2023, adding there is a lot more to come this year, and we are excited to get it all started. That's Fox Country on Fox News. Here we are on 111. It's January 11th, and this is your Fox Daily Snapshot. It's National Arkansas Day, where we recognize the 25th state which joined the Union in 1836. As to how to properly pronounce the state's name, there was some controversy surrounding this issue, as many residents couldn't decide between Arkansas or Arkansas. The matter would be put to rest in 1881, when the state legislature passed a resolution saying the state would be pronounced Arkansas, but spelled A-R-K-A-N-S-A-S. Also on this date, former Surgeon General Dr. Luther Terry issued the first government report warning that smoking could be hazardous to your health in 1964. And author J.K. Rowling finished the final book of the Harry Potter series, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, in 2007. If it's your birthday today, you share it with one of the founding fathers, Alexander Hamilton, born in 1755. I'm Tushar Saxena, and that's your Fox Daily Snapshot. 
Let's get up close with a celebrity. The Fox Celebrity Profile with Fantasy Island star Rosalind Sanchez, who plays Elena Rourke on the Fox series, which is back with season two. What are we going to get to learn about Elena? What can you share? Do you feel you know her now? Yeah. A lot more. You know, as an actress, uh, that's part of the beauty of this profession, you know, that you get a character and like a movie is like it's a beginning, a middle and end. You know, when you have a series and you live with a character for so many episodes and if you get the opportunity to do so many seasons, at some point, it's, it's just, it's, it's part of who you are. And I know for the first season, we talked a lot about what would your wish be for Fantasy Island. Has it changed working on the show, though? It's unpredictable, you know, <gasps> because people come in with, with an idea of what they think they need, and the island makes them go through this crazy journey that a lot of times it involves suffering, you know, <laughs> yeah. and pain. Uh, but at the end, they end up becoming better people. So if I had a fantasy, I'd, I, I want mine to be nice and easy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just wish for something really oh, simple. Oh, I just want to sleep. Just give me a, a fabulous suite, and I just want to sleep, and that's it. <laughs> Ashley Dvorkin, Fox News. It was 90 years ago on this day that Radio City Music Hall in New York City started showing motion pictures. What was the first film shown at Radio City Music Hall? There's a movie called The Bitter Tea of General Yen, directed by Frank Capra, starring Barbara Stanwyck. It's about an American missionary in Shanghai during the Chinese Civil War. Trying to save a group of orphans knocked unconscious. She's saved by a Chinese general warlord who brings her to his palace. And they fight for her attraction and some flirtation going on there. Was this a talkie? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was one of the first films to deal openly with interracial sexual attraction. Ooh, ouch. And because of that, it was controversial. Sure. And Capra, Capra said it didn't do well because of that, because there was racist backlash to the movie. Mm. Uh Interesting. The first movie ever shown at Radio City Music Hall was 90 years ago today. The Frank Capra movie, The Bitter Tea of General Yen. (laughs) It was 10 years ago on this day. Released in Wichita movie theaters, the movie Zero Dark Thirty. Directed by Catherine Bigelow. Dramatizing the nearly decade-long international manhunt for Osama Bin Laden. After the 9-11 attacks. Starring Jessica Chastain. There are two narratives about the location of Osama bin Laden. The one that you're most familiar with is that UBL is hiding in a cave in the tribal areas, that he's surrounded by a large contingent of loyal fighters. But that narrative is pre-9-11 understanding of UBL. The second narrative is that he's living in a city, living in a city with multiple points of egress and entry, access to communications, so that he can keep in touch with the organization. You can't run a global network of interconnected cells from a cave. Also starring James Gandolfini, Kyle Chandler, Chris Pratt, Mark Duplass, Harold Perrineau, among others. Zero Dark Thirty received a lot of critical acclaim. Grossed $132 million. Got nominated for Oscars, Best Picture, Best Actress. Won for Best Sound Editing. Zero Dark Thirty, celebrating its 10th anniversary. It came out 10 years ago today. All right, we'll finish up with uh, The Late Night, tonight show starring Jimmy Fallon, NBC. President Biden's lawyers were cleaning out one of his old offices from before he was president, and you're not going to believe this, but they found that Biden had 10 classified documents. The documents uh, found were from Biden's time as vice president. Today, Obama was like, nothing to worry about. If Joe had access, it wasn't important. That's entertainment news in the blur with Steve and Ted. Hey, tomorrow night, the movie Plane, starring Gerard Butler. Sneak preview, 7 o'clock tomorrow night, the Boulevard Theater at Town West Square. 
And I've got two more four-packs to give away to go see that sneak preview of the movie Plane tomorrow night. If you want to win those tickets, call me now, 869-1330. Boeing starting the new year with good news about deliveries. Wichita Business Journal update on the way with Steve and Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Steve and Ted in the morning, KNSS 849 here on this Wednesday morning. Going to the movies with Ted Woodward, Ted. Yep, Scott from Wichita, Dallas from Wichita. We got them four-pack of tickets to go see the big sneak preview of the movie Plane tomorrow night at Boulevard Theaters at Town West Square. So have hope all our KNSS winners have fun at the movies tomorrow night. 849 now with Steve and Ted. Three big things. Hundreds of flights delayed or canceled by FAA computer glitch. President Biden says he's surprised to learn about potentially classified documents found in his former office. Kansas Governor Kelly tested positive for COVID-19. Annual State of the State speech postponed. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Traffic this morning, just remember, we're going to be down to one lane southbound on I-135 from 53rd Street North down to the North Junction. Uh, They're doing, of course, that... uh, Big road construction project up there. Uh, they're going to be closing a lane today. That's going to be from 9 a.m., so 10 minutes from now until 3 p.m. No, uh, southbound I-135 from 53rd down to the North Junction. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Mostly cloudy today with a high of 55 degrees. 30% chance for rain tonight. The overnight low 30. Thursday, mostly sunny and cooler. Tomorrow's high. 40 degrees, 55 today, 40 for a high tomorrow. Now a cloudy sky, calm, and 34 degrees. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS on Wall Street Tuesday. The Dow closed up 186 points. NASDAQ up 107, and the S&P up 27. Will it go on for two days in a row? Right now, the Dow is showing up almost 95 points. S&P is ahead by 21, and uh, NASDAQ is up by 79 points, Ed. Take a look at local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Yingling Aviation starting out the year celebrating a lucky number 13. The aviation services company announcing it's acquired its 13th hangar at Wichita Dwight D. Eisenhower National Airport. Yingling did not disclose financial details of the acquisition. 22,000 square foot facility should be fully operational by March. It's located near Yingling's facility group on the north end of the Eisenhower campus. The facility includes primary hangar space and a couple of levels of offices, providing more capacity for maintenance, repair, and overhaul work by the company. The hangar is the eighth that the company has added in just the past three years. And that hangar will also support an expansion of government work by Yingling. Sedgwick County home sales closed the year with another large year-over-year drop, but values stayed strong according to the latest South Central Kansas MLS data December sales fell 29.5%, almost 30%, compared to the same month in 2021, while the median sale price of $222,000 jumped over 8% versus the year before. Meanwhile, the local market's tight inventory remained level remained with 1.1 months' supply of homes. Boeing heading into the year on a delivery upswing. The manufacturer reporting year-end numbers, revealing 69 commercial deliveries just in the last month. That easily beat Boeing's top monthly delivery performance from throughout the entire year. 
better than the 51 deliveries reported in June and September. It was also the company's best delivery month overall in four years since December of 2018, a sign the manufacturer could be digging out from years-long difficulty with its two primary passenger jet programs. 737 MAX narrow body was grounded globally for 20 months beginning in the spring of 2019 after two deadly crashes of the jet in less than five months. That crisis then later compounded by production issues on the 787 Dreamliner, and that stopped deliveries of the wide-body jet for much of the past two years. That's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Today is Wednesday, January 11th, 2022. On this date in 2010, um, 2023, excuse me, on this date in 2010, Mark McGuire admitted to the Associated Press that he'd used steroids and human growth hormone Uh, when he broke baseball's home run record in 1998. He admitted it on this date. Well, you just look at his body and you can tell. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it didn't look normal. You have to go in a weight room and stay there for all of your life to build yeah. those kind of muscles. If and even then, you might not have any definition. Who knows? Uh, anyway, those those were muscly days. Eight fifty three. Stephen Ted. <clears throat> Today is uh, International Thank You Day. Ted, serving as a reminder that we ought to express our gratitude to those who have made our lives better in some way. What better month to reflect on this band? The beginning of the year. You know, we often forget to say thank you because. We take it for granted. I guess I'm different. Th- I'm, I am too. I I always feel like I'm, I might overly say thank you yeah. to people. I I I'm the same way and taught my kids to do that, and uh, my grandkids are thank you people. Please and thank you. You know, if you do that, you pretty good social skills to begin. That's a good jump. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt a bit. All right, then just uh, want to mention again and say congratulations to my grandson Reese McIntosh, now staff sergeant. Hey now. The United States Air Force Air Guard at McConnell Air Force Base. Nice. He was uh, presented with his promotion yesterday, and the, the officers there in front of a pretty good crowd there in the auditorium uh, at McConnell, including Shelly and me, of course, and our son and daughter-in-law, Scott and, and Shannon. And, uh, good to see that. that young man, little dark-haired guy. He's always been quiet, uh, and uh, but when he talks, you he, you get it. You know there's something going on there. But uh, he's a good he's a good kid, and now he's being a, becoming a pretty good man out there. How about that? Uh, it's nice to see it when his peers all get on the microphone and say how much they, they like and respect your grandkid. Well, your grandkid, that's pretty doggone that's special nice. stuff right there. Hey, congratulations to Reese. Coming up, the Glenn Beck program here at, on KNSS. Representative Jim Jordan is going to be on from Ohio. Uh, talking about investigative committees now that uh, the Republicans are in charge, and he's apparently he's going to head at least one of them. Jim Jordan with Glenn Beck this morning. KNSS News, the top of the hour. We'll have more information, a little bit more information about the uh, airline delays this morning because that computer glitch at the FAA. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, Dana Lai's show, news updates all day. Stephen Ted in the morning, 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Get which. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.